Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vitek Ladislav. So today on, uh, on our podcast on LinkedIn Smart, we can welcome a very dear guest and it's Pamela Nerettini. She's from Italy and uh, she's LinkedIn expert, she's LinkedIn trainer, innovation manager as well, uh, digital strategist and all these kind of things. But um, yeah, I will leave uh, Pamela to introduce herself. So uh, welcome to the show, Pamela. Hello, everyone. And it's an honor to be here from uh, Italy. And I happy to share my strategies that usually I advise in Italy here with you. Yes, I'm Italian and uh, I live in Italy. And I started uh, working in a bank when I started working. So it was completely different. And then I changed my life and um, I started to be a social media manager. And uh, I uh, studied all the platform and I fell in love with LinkedIn. So I decided to verticalize and then now I just work on LinkedIn and I teach or train people who are looking for a job or maybe companies or doing corporate branding or doing personal branding, it depends, but working just on LinkedIn. Awesome, awesome. So that's fantastic. You, you, uh, you've been working in a bank before and then you transition your, um, your career and then you're just turning towards, towards LinkedIn, which is, which is very interesting. Um, can you tell us just a little bit, you know, let's, let's uh, just step back a little bit and ask you, you know, when you started uh, on LinkedIn the, the, first, the first time, um, can you tell us what, what was your experience with LinkedIn and when did you start and how did you actually, actually come about to like LinkedIn? Of course. I think I started in 2008. So I just had a profile and uh, because everyone uh, said that you have to be there to find a new job. It was just like this. Then when I started with digital marketing, um, I had to study all the platforms to understand the algorithms and what uh, the, the good strategies and the wrong ones. And uh, when I discovered that LinkedIn was more than just to find a job, but it was uh, really an ocean of things. I really felt in love because it's a platform when you can, you can spend all day and doing good network. Um, you can have good news, not fake news, uh, and uh, everything is relevant because people here uh, are professionals. So um, they build their reputation, and that's why usually the contents are very good. And you can really do the difference if you discover all the potentialities and you use LinkedIn in the best way. And that's what I trained, because I train people. I think I started training three years ago. Okay. Uh, actually, that would, that would be interesting Interesting to know how you transitioned from your digital marketing things, then how you became actually more and more focused on a LinkedIn and where it was you know, the time where you actually start thinking, okay, let me, let me focus specifically on LinkedIn and become a LinkedIn trainer. I became a freelance three years ago and uh, I did just social media and CEO and everything like this. And then it was two Christmas ago. I was at home and I, I didn't have work. 
aside, I, I was curious uh, uh, about LinkedIn and I started uh, doing the courses and understand the, really the algorithm and uh, see the content. And then I decided, okay, from January, uh, I will do justice. I want to verify and see if I, I, I cannot um, be updated about everything. I don't believe in that. So if I want to be updated, I need to study just one thing one, in a good way. And that's why I, I spend half of my day on LinkedIn and I study every day. And that's what happened. And it was a good idea because um, uh, if you do everything, um, you cannot do really specific. In that case, um, it's good for companies because I come from companies, so it's easier for me uh, to work in a social media one. The, the most important thing is personal branding, corporate branding, so it's easier for me. It's uh, really similar to me. What is the state of understanding and comprehension of LinkedIn in Italy among the Italian businessmen? You know, because it's kind of interesting, you know, talking to people from different parts of the world on this show and, uh, you know, just getting the perception of how LinkedIn is perceived in Italy. It's an interesting uh, question because um, I think now is really growing up. Everyone wants to be on LinkedIn and, and work on it and find customers with that and be the personal branding, the professional branding, but not everyone. And not all the companies understand the meaning of, of being on LinkedIn. It's not just a website. Most of the companies, they use just the company page as a website or a landing page but they don't uh, really um, post uh, or they don't work on it. They don't teach the employees how to use it to uh, improve the corporate branding. So uh, in Italy, it's, it's not uh, US. So you ha we have a lot of job. And for me, it's a big opportunity because it's really very open and they need to be trainee. And we are not allowed to do my job. So it's a good moment to do it. Yeah, it sounds like a big window of opportunity for you as well in Italy, right? Because um, if people yeah. are getting more and more interested about LinkedIn, so that's a, that's a big potential. So question would be actually, do you drive your clientele from LinkedIn? Do you actually actively search on LinkedIn for your clients? Yes, sometimes they ask me and, and usually I help them. So I teach them how to do and then for six months, one year, we do the things together. So I continue consulting them, but uh, at the end, uh, they always have someone who understands the meaning and the algorithm and they start to do searches. And sometimes if the company page are very good, people arrive on the company page. So it's uh, an inbound marketing. And so in that case, they are very, very happy. Do you concentrate more on a business pages or on the post updates? Or what is it there for the companies? Would you be more concerned about you know, how, how to update the business page or being more interested in, a, for example, the business owners, their personal profiles? Uh, both of them. When we do projects, we uh, always start um, training everyone. The C-level, we start with C-level and then we continue. Because uh, it's like a pyramid, you need to train uh, everyone because they have to uh, have a good profile and the company has to understand that they work together. They are linked all together. 
So even the uh, sales can help uh, marketing doing posts because they know the need of the customers and maybe marketing do not. So uh, it's always all together like this. And then with the, the marketing team, I do the, the corporate branding part. But we always start from the profile, always. Otherwise, if you have a good company page and you see people working there and you open the profile and you see the CEO or the manager, they don't have a profile or they have a bad profile and that's a bad experience. So you are not working in a good way. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's very true, very true. And um, all this needs to be interlinked and uh, actually well, well put together. Otherwise, the, the impression from the company can be easily tarnished. Uh, you know, that, that reputation of a company is at stake. If uh, maybe some people, they do not have the proper profile, as you mentioned, you know, C-level managers not really having profile at all or kind of like a shabby, shabby profile. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a, a, good, a good tip there. So I would like to ask you, imagine, imagine we have a, like a, a business owner or some, somebody who owns like a small company and they want to create more visibility on LinkedIn. What would normally be your first step? Where would you start from? Uh, we start building the company page and study the keywords because people uh, don't think they have to write for the humans, but even for the algorithm, for the machine. So we start with thinking about keywords, thinking about what they want to uh, achieve with the company page. And then uh, we have uh, a plan, a uh, plan for the post, for the content. And I teach everyone to share. People uh, working there, they need to share and uh, uh, give more visibility to the companies because usually company just organically, they, they cannot grow. In Italy, there is no visibility at all. So you can choose or you let people, let your colleagues help you. Otherwise, you have to invest in advertising. Advertising is really, really expensive. It's still expensive. Mm. So they always choose, um, okay, maybe we can start with the employees and then see what happens. Okay, all right. So how often do you ask them to post as, a, as an employees of, of a company? And uh, what would be your, your tip, you know, how often one should post in order to become a little bit more visible on LinkedIn? For the company page, um, usually it depends. Uh, there is no standard answer, but it depends how material you have. I mean, if you can really uh, give value, you can post every day and it will, will be a really a good thing. And everyone, I mean, the employees have to share your content or maybe comment and do with something. But the most important thing is the CEO or the C-level, they have to, not just to share the company update, but to post, to write articles, to um, build their reputation. Because uh, as we told before, their reputation, the company reputation and the C-level reputation is really linked. So they have to post both. Obviously, even the C-level, uh, they don't have any time um, to think about what to post or maybe to write articles or maybe to interact, but they have to. That's why I always suggest a mini routine, but they have to do every day. Okay. Um, you, you're talking about mini routine. What kind of, what kind of routine is that? Uh, I tell them, okay, you just need 15 minutes. 
in these 15 minutes when you uh, wake up and you are maybe, I don't know, you are uh, drinking your coffee, you can just uh, um, use your mobile and see the messages. Is someone answering your message or maybe uh, you want to send one? You have to see the people who um, came to your profile and see if, if someone could be interesting for you. Um, you have to look at the feed and comment. If you have something good to say, just start comment. And then see the notification. Maybe someone comments or like your post or your article, and then you have uh, you need to have a strategy. So you have to answer, to thanks, and then maybe to do to build a little bit of a relationship to ask if they want to come in your network. And then they have to personalize the message always. Please, please always personalize the message because it's horrible when you see that a lot of people ask you to connect with and you don't know why. So in 15 minutes, they can do that. And then they need a little more time to pause, to think, to write, and then to pause. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. It just doesn't sound like a minute to me, you know. <laughs> it, um... It feels like it feels like definitely at least half an hour of my time, and um, I can imagine that you know busy uh, business owners they would think, oh my God, like um, yet yet another thing which I have to do on my on my plate. Do you offer them that, for example, you do it on their behalf, or do you think that's really extremely important that they themselves do this? <laughs> Difficult question because a lot of people ask me. Okay, uh, I give you my password, and you can do everything. Okay, for me, in my opinion, it doesn't work like this. So you need to do something. Uh, I don't know, if, it, if I know really the content that you want to post, uh, I'm not the expert. So you have to write. If I interact with people, it's my tone of voice. It's not yours. They will understand. So uh, I always ask people, okay, please start with 15 minutes. And then you will have, but every day. And then you will have results. Otherwise, I know a lot of people do it because, of course, they pay you a lot if you do it. But for me, it's not a good way to work it. I lost a lot of uh, customers for that. Mm. But it's my way to work it. Yeah, yeah. I can help you. I can help you doing the, the plan, the content plan. I can help you maybe um, if you send me messages or articles, I can review but I cannot put me in your shoes. Mm. So you have to do it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's actually very, very interesting. And uh, I think one of the important part which you mentioned there is, you know, when, when people, they put that little time into, into that and they start seeing the results, that's the, that's the engine which they, makes them running, right? Like they say, oh, now I oh, see I gave 10 minutes and I suddenly I had two clients. Oh, maybe I can give 20 minutes, then maybe I got four or five or six or something like this. So then I, I think that uh, it's important to actually start doing things and seeing the results because that will motivate you to actually do things, right? Yes, and that's what's happened. That, you, that usually happens like this. You start with 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then you say, okay, I can spend more time to have more clients. Sure. Pamela, what do you think about some automation tools? Because uh, I know that there are so many automation tools on the LinkedIn, which, um, you know, some people, they think about it, you know, how to, how to drive a little bit more engagement for, for the posting and all these kind of things. What do you think about automation tools on LinkedIn? I hate them. 
Uh, and they have to be careful because LinkedIn, uh, they are doing a, a war against their that. LinkedIn is a social network, a professional social network. It's not uh, Facebook, it's not Instagram. You don't need to have a million of followers. You have to build a relationship and a bot cannot do it. If I uh, receive a message and I see that it's uh, from a bot, because, okay, of course there is my name, but if I change my name, it could be for everyone. And I saw that you didn't see my profile before writing me, I will never accept and I will never have a relationship with you. So I hate it. And I hate even people, not pod, but people. Um, in Italy, the name is pod. Um, they have a group on Telegram and they say, okay, I'm posting. Go, everyone, go there and then uh, click or comment something. I hate it. It's, it's not a good thing to do. It's not that they're a good way to use LinkedIn. LinkedIn has a lot of potentialities that you just will lose. If you like to turn your LinkedIn into a lead generating tool, you should consider to enroll in our LinkedIn business audit session. This 45 minute strategic call will give you answers you're looking for. We will show you a step-by-step -step strategy of what you need to do on LinkedIn in order to start generating business and land clients from your LinkedIn activities. Interested? Send your request to marketing at squaremotion.me or click on the link in the show notes of this podcast. Thank you. So how would you advise someone to build the good engagement on LinkedIn? They have to start uh, posting because they have to be consistent and they have to really to build a relationship and give values. If you post uh, a really interesting thing and you have a good network, so you have to build a good network, really focused, and they are really interesting in it, so you will improve your engagement. But it's a long time work. It's not tomorrow. Because in Italy, a lot of people use the drama. If you uh, put uh, the, um, the comment, uh, I will give you the magic formula. Or I lost all my clients. And then uh, if you comment, I will say why now I am the most important. It's not, it's not working like this. When you go out with someone, it's like a marriage. So you cannot ask uh, the person to get married. You have to be the relationship. In LinkedIn, it's the same thing. So please, 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 I always advise not to do things like this. If you need really engagement, you have to post. And the post has to be with values. My advice is uh, put always a, a headline. So you, um, you can attract people because it's, if uh, in, on the headline you will put the target and you will put the topic, people will uh, read it. And remember that do, on the feed, you can see just two or three lines. So the, the most important thing is you have to focalize on the headline and then people will open and appreciate. And that's my advice. Right. No, no, that's, that's, that's very good, uh, very interesting. Are you, are you giving any inspiration to your clients, for example, what to post about? Because sometimes, you know, we get, we get these questions like, uh, you know, yeah, the post, you know, I, I found that you're, you know, I really don't know what to post about. I'm not, there's, there's nothing interesting really, you know, how to, how to make the post interesting. What would you say to those people? I always tell them, 
think about the questions that usually the prospects do to you because they are always the same. And you can just answer to them. Uh, you don't have to do everything every day. You can use the same topic in different ways. So maybe you have a video because then you answer to some questions. Um, and then you will write down and do two or three posts. Uh, or maybe you can do a PDF. So you can do different things with just one topic because you are not visible to everyone. So if you post in different way and in different times, you will reach different people. So you can use the same topic. Don't think, just start to post. And then uh, they can ask using the call now that arrived in Italy uh, to ask the network what they want from you. How can you help them? The mantra for me in link on LinkedIn is don't guess, it's Latin. So you will give something and then you will recite more. And that's it. But you have to work on it. Sure. Um, no, you mentioned you mentioned a few things in in there uh, which uh, really makes it uh, much more interesting, and that's uh, the new polls. I mean, the the LinkedIn reintroduced polls just recently, which are very very interesting. And if you use it properly for your company, you can actually drive a lot of data to your company. So you can ask your customers, you know, what they are interested in. Maybe you can ask some things which you need to then know or you can use for your for your business. It's actually very interesting how to use polls in your in your posting, but one more thing which I was uh, I wanted to ask you about what do you think about videos LinkedIn videos and maybe even LinkedIn live what do you think about that I'm in love with that so because I I do a lot of videos uh, I prefer videos because uh, you can see the person and uh, you can understand a little bit of the personality uh, but for the algorithm in Italy, I don't know in other countries, but in Italy, just text are better. Uh, I don't know why, but LinkedIn loves um, words more than videos. Uh, for the live, it dif uh, is different because uh, if you do the lives, they, and, and here is just for a few people, they have a great success. Even the companies with, I think, 1,000 followers, they can do lives. They can do... Uh, the, the events and then go directly on, on lives and that's a good really good idea because lives are during the covid the lives were really full of people because everyone was at home uh, Pamela talking about uh, talking about LinkedIn videos and I know that you do a lot of lot of videos what kind of features uh, the videos sh should have you know what what are you always cautious about when you're creating videos and what would be the tips how to create a, a, a good LinkedIn videos okay uh, first of all you have to um, to put the subtitles because not everyone can uh, hear the the video maybe they can just see and read it so this, this is the first tip. The second one is to think before. <laughs> it's strange, but you, I, I saw a lot of people just doing video uh, without thinking the topic and without thinking, okay, uh, what is my goal? So uh, study before, then decide. I use the um, uh, free mind for the mental maps to uh, decide what to say. And then the videos, remember, had to be very short, so less than 10 minutes, but I, my, I suggest uh, two, three minutes. Just little tips. Don't give it too much. Uh, give it just a little bit because they become 
curious and they will follow you again. And then uh, it's not for video, but it's for the post uh, with the video, create a uh, hashtag because people following your hashtag will see all your videos. You mentioned one of the most important things which I, which I always think about about videos on LinkedIn and actually not just on the LinkedIn but on the social media as well to have the subtitles of your, of your videos. That's really just a must because um, I, think, I think we've seen the numbers that maybe like close to 90% of people they're watching the videos on social media without the sound on and actually that's the default state, right? Like uh, whenever we watch the video, when we uh, see the video, it's actually without the sound on and very few of us actually click on the sound. So if you don't have it, uh, you know, subscribe, then you're missing a big time. Is there any specific tool which you use to create a video? So do you have any, uh, or do you have a team who does it for you? Or, or as a business owner, imagine like a, you know, I would like to create videos, but I always feel that perhaps it's a little bit too expensive or too difficult to make it. What would you say to them? Okay, uh, you can start easily with an iPhone or a mobile phone and you can put on um, YouTube YouTube will create uh, the subtitles and then you need the SRT uh, file. Of course, it's not always correct. I use downsub.com to uh, download the subtitles and then you can open the file and uh, change in uh, the good language because, uh, of course, it's not always good. Maybe in English is better. But for Italian, it's not so good, so we need to, it's uh, time consuming, I know, but it's really important. And that's why you need to do a short video, otherwise it will be too long to correct the subtitles. Sure, okay. Talking about tools, we are talking about video tools, but uh, uh, is there any features of uh, LinkedIn which you really like, or which you really use a lot, and which you would uh, recommend to our listeners? I use a lot the new feature. I don't know the name in English. In Italian, it is uh, first plan. So it's where you can put everything your post, you can put your article, you can put a video from other platform. Um, it's just where you can show yourself. Or maybe if you have a website, and you can really, you can give the more of you, the best of you. Pamela, it's called featured in English. Ah, okay, 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 okay. I, I didn't see the name uh, on, on platform. And I always suggest to use it because it's new. Uh, in Italy, I think the rollout went like two or three months ago. So it's really new. And uh, you can really let the profile be live and put everything. And you can change. If there is something more interesting that you have done, you can change. And you can post really, really everything. It's a good place where people can understand who you are as a person, mm. not only as a prof, a professional. Yeah. Pamela, you've been, you've been on, a, on a LinkedIn, obviously, for a long time. And uh, you've seen, um, you know, ups and downs, obviously, of, um, of uh, many people probably, you know, doing, doing LinkedIn. But... Uh, uh, for me, I would like to. I would like to know. You know, how do you actually use LinkedIn? How how often do you post? If if you can tell us. I spend half of my time, half of day on LinkedIn, just doing networking, just um, posting, or maybe just reading the news. And so I post one, two times a day. But when I started, I started posting, I think, three times uh, a week. Uh, it depends uh, from 
how much time I have and uh, if I have something good to say, if there are some tips or some news, something like this. But usually, yes, I try to post not just my video or my tips, even sharing maybe articles, LinkedIn articles or something that could be inspirational and something about me. Why not? Um, I always say we are in, on a professional social network, but it's a social network. So something about uh, us, and you can do the parallelism between your passion, the sport you do, or something like this, and your work. Just letting people understand better the type of person, the values that you have. Hmm. But my advice is, if you can, uh, as much as you can, because the, the content uh, help you build a re your reputation and your personal brand. So you are working for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and actually, that's, that's, uh, that brings me to another question, which I would like to ask you. And what's, it, what's, the, what's the ratio between, um, you know, the business-like posting and the more personal-like posting? So do you have any ratio, like, uh, you know, what would you normally tell your clients, you know, how many business posts they need to post and how many personal ones? For the, the business one, they have to uh, study a plan. So I always tell them, you can start the first two months just with two posts a week, uh, and then you need to improve. So the third month, three, the fourth month, four, like this, uh, to arrive one post a day. Always if they have something to say, but it's not so difficult because you can use the blog post on the website and then just to change something. Things about events, about employees, about the company culture. So there are many things that they can share with the target. So it's, it would be not so difficult to uh, post every day. Hmm. For the personal one, I say, okay, as much as you can. It depends from the goals you have. If you are an employee, uh, of course, you maybe uh, you are not really build your personal branding because you don't understand the value that he has. But if you are freelance or you are looking for a job or looking for customers, you have post more and more and giving a lot of value. And uh, not just post, but interact with people, comment and um, interact with people, always with chat, with the most important uh, uh, post of the company, something like this. But you have to be there. Mm. People have to fund you. Honestly speaking, when, when I sometimes look at some, some posts of, uh, of our clients and, um, you know, they say, well, you know what, I'm posting, I'm posting on a daily basis, but nobody's actually engaging with my content. And when we look at the content, it's all about sell, sell, sell. You know, this is my product, this is this, this is that. And they're just pushing the product all the time. So obviously it's very difficult to engage with that kind of thing. On the other hand, what I want to ask you, you know, when would you actually introduce that sales pitch into, into the post or would you ever, ever do it? Or you just say, just give value and don't ask for anything in return? Okay, it depends. You can um, use, I have two tips. One is uh, when you give value, uh, you can put a call to action at the end. So I'm teaching you something. If you want to know more, you can contact me. It's easy. And you are not pushing. They are free to do what they want. Then um, I don't have really a rule, but uh, usually I post one a month about a webinar or maybe about uh, me as a professional. So if you 
want to do a course, something like this. Not more than one a month. And that's my advice. But always put uh, a call to action. So mm -hmm. they can just email you or chat you or visit your website doing something. But tell them what you want they do for you. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, very interesting, very interesting tip. Thank you for, for that. As I mentioned, you, you went through your journey on the LinkedIn and I'm pretty sure you, you've experienced a lot of things. Do you recall any, any good, really extremely, maybe funny or, or exciting experience which you had on the LinkedIn? Uh, do you have any, uh, anything to share with us, like a, like a nice good story from LinkedIn? <laughs> yes, a lot. Um, but one of them was, uh, um, I put post, I think, three years ago, a normal post about uh, a company, about a marketing uh, uh, company. And, and then I had someone very famous in Italy who commented that uh, I was not able to talk about this topic. And that was, oh my God, what I have to do now? But the good thing is, uh, because it was a company uh, about dead people, so it's, uh, in Italy, it's uh, always difficult to talk about it. But what happened that I had a, a lot of visibility and a lot of people asking uh, to connect with me or comment, uh, and my engagement was really, really high. And of course, there was half people thinking, okay, you don't have to talk about this kind of topic. Um, but I was talking about uh, uh, the marketing campaign not about really the company. And other people thinking, okay, you did good and I like the way you did it. So I want to connect with you. And this is a, a good example that you don't have any fear to expose yourself. Mm. Always give your opinion. And mm. you don't need to be liked to every, of everyone. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, he is saying, you need to be always a little bit controversial. You shouldn't be afraid to actually voice your opinion because um, just 30% uh, of people, they love you, 30% of people, they hate you, and the 30% and the rest of it, they just don't care. So, yeah. so that's, that's the split which, uh, which he's always, always talking about. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. Pamela, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you have anybody who you follow on LinkedIn who is uh, for you, I don't want to say LinkedIn guru, but you know, somebody who you look up to, who you, you know, um, you, can, you can get some, some um, information from, maybe some new insights. Uh, is there anybody like that? Yes, but one of them is Italian, so the content uh, is in Italian. The name is Riccardo Scandellari. He always talks about personal branding, and he's really good. I really like um, the way he writes everything. And uh, another one is uh, AJ Wilcox, because uh, he is very good with advertising. And advertising in Italy is really quite new, and really expensive. So I always follow him uh, to have more tips or maybe strategies that I can apply to my customer. Hmm. Yeah, AJ. AJ, AJ is great. Actually, AJ was on our show as well earlier. I probably have seen you or you've listened, listened to some of his uh, and I also follow, follow his, um, his podcast, uh, LinkedIn ads, because he's absolute, absolute fantastic in, in that he's real expert on, on the LinkedIn ad. So whoever is watching or listening to this, this podcast and you want to know something about, about LinkedIn ads, definitely check out AJ Wilcox, um, great, uh, great guy. Um, 
um, uh, Pamela, one of, one of the uh, last questions which I wanted to ask you, um, again, because of your experiences, you've seen a lot of mistakes which people are making on LinkedIn. What are the common mistakes uh, people are making on LinkedIn? A lot, but one of these is if you are looking for a job, you don't have to use the headline to put unemployed because you have to think that the, the headline is for the algorithm. So you have to um, put the job, job title because everyone, the recruiter, will go on the search and not search unemployed. Or I saw the hashtag ONU, open new opportunities. They will never do this kind of search. So uh, just put your job title as something, a teaser about you uh, to be different from others. And the mistakes that the sales usually do is push. So they ask you connect the connection and they will uh, instantly send you the or a proposal or a presentation or something. Okay, I can sell that. It doesn't work. Never, ever. Okay. That brings me to another question because you mentioned something about uh, LinkedIn and open to connect and all these kind of things. What do you think about, about that movement or if I can, we can call it movement, this lion, lion things, a LinkedIn open networker where people are just opening to everybody and anybody. What, what, what do you think about, what do you think about that? Okay. Uh, my opinion is that the network has to be a business network. So I don't accept everyone. I don't like the post where, okay, everyone, everyone can comment and then ask the other people to connect and then you will be the, a new network. Uh, because if you um, put the content, you post, you have a target. So your network has to be in target. Otherwise, you have everyone, but everyone is not interested in your post and they don't help you, they, it's not engaging. And if the post has no engagement for the algorithm, uh, the value is zero. So that's why you need to have a, a good network, not everyone. Yeah, okay. Uh, so uh, my last question would be, imagine that there is somebody who wouldn't want to start on LinkedIn right now. Uh, what would be the one tip, you know, where would you send him? I mean, what would you tell him to do? Okay, if you are starting, of course, you have to start from the profile. So start thinking about your target, about your goal, and about the keyword that you need to use. And uh, try to find the synonymous to put on your profile. When you have the profile, you have to start posting. Don't be afraid, start posting. Just do it. And you will improve. No one of us is born as a guru. So you can just improve yourself. So do it. <laughs> Saying Italian LinkedIn guru, Pamela Neratini. Thank you very much, Pamela, talking to us today. It was absolutely fantastic. And before we go, I would like to ask you, uh, tell our viewers and our listeners, where can they find you if they want to reach out to you and get connected? Okay, they can find me, of course, on LinkedIn, Pamela S. Nerattini, uh, because I have a second name, it's Serena. I have uh, an hashtag uh, with LinkedIn Meraki. Meraki is from Greek, it means doing everything with passion, with love, with heart. And then I have uh, a YouTube channel, and you can find me there. For the moment, the videos are in Italian, but after uh, the interview, maybe I will do something. 
<laughs> I will think about it. You certainly proved to all of us that you could do, you know, videos and, and LinkedIn, LinkedIn training in English as well. Don't worry about that. Thank you very much for talking to us. It was absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, I hope to uh, see you on the show in the in near future again. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Please make sure that you subscribe to our LinkedIn Smart Podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcast. We would really appreciate it. Thank you and see you next time. Be LinkedIn smart.